Hey everyone, this is Jeff, your DM. Uh, just throwing in a small reminder here that all these day off episodes are actually closed sessions, so the other players aren't listening to them. They're just for you guys. Alright, I hope you enjoy the episode. So used to rolling off of everybody else and building upon it, so like a solo session is kind of daunting to me, actually. Hey, this is Jeff, your DM, and this is Big Campaign Stories. We're doing something a little different this time, with travel and holidays going on. Rather than getting everyone together, we're doing a fun little thing with each player, and having a day-off episode to explore the world and see what their character does when they're not fighting abominations or flipping cars. This time, to get us started, we have Mav. Oh, well, we're not going to be flipping cars today? Uh, I'm not going to say you can't. <laughs> but let's start off with that lightsaber check. All right. I have got, ooh, shit, a two and a one. So we're starting off strong. Nice. After breakfast, Lucius heads down below into his secret office, leaving you guys the rest of the day to kind of relax and hang out. You will get a message from Lucius. Gosh, it's time for a well-deserved break. We all need a day off. I don't want you to put any effort into anything work-related. Perhaps maybe go off and get something tailored for your new limbs. But whatever you do, just... Just make sure you take a break. Yeah, I'll close the phone. Uh, <laughs> look at the stairs down <laughs> to his office. Like he could have just told me <laughs> as I uh, I head out into the daylight. I can go back and forth between the limbs, right? It's not hard. Correct. Maybe I'll throw them in a backpack. I'm sure Gore has one somewhere. And I feel like I would use my normal limbs for most parts when I don't think I need to run on walls and do do stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, when you take off those limbs, a number flashes across your heads-up display. You thought you saw this before when you put them on, Mm -hmm. but go and give me a perception check. We'll say DC 15 to see if you can catch the numbers that flash across the top of the screen as you disconnect. Oh, no. Perception is not my forte. All right. So I got to roll a 14 or higher. A three. I told you, this is going great. (laughs) Very well. The numbers flash a little too fast for you to catch them. That's fine. I'm sure I'm not worried about it. <laughs> My character probably thinks it's, uh, it's just the, the firmware updating each time I plug them in and plug on the different ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, it might be more, but my character, Dosh, is just like, okay, that's just what it does. But I will take them with me in case I do wish to go get my clothes tailored to their size. You stay at the office like Fours does. Fours isn't there at the moment. Barry is, and Gore is at the front desk, tapping away on his phone. Barry is walking about. Looks like he's cleaning up the area where the cat was. The cat is no longer in the office. Gore is at the front. When he sees you come out, he'll greet you in his high voice of, Hey, Dosh. How's it going today, Gore? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. How about yourself? Well, I think. I got a day of rest, but I don't know what to do with it. What do you suggest? Oh, well, if I had my day off, well, I'd probably go out to some of the local restaurants I have not tried yet. Tonight's the finale of Dungeon Crawl for this season. And I was thinking about maybe heading down to the bay. Yeah. Well, I don't eat, but I thanks for the suggestions. I say, I hope your show's good, and I'll pop out of the store. Yeah, he'll be texting away as he waves as you head out. It's early morning. Across the street, Goodberries is opening up. You can see people starting to sit down for probably the first meals that they're serving. Drop is down at the corner, playing some chess with Fours. Oh, yeah, I'll let them t- do that. I won't, I won't interrupt Fours. Um, on his day off as well. What kind of area is this like? 
so you guys are in the kind of warehouse district, mm-hmm. right? There's small businesses tucked between a lot of storage units and things like that. Larger kind of junkyards, kind of like the one you have, the repo yard. So there's not, not too much extended commerce. If you're looking for good shops, music, stuff like that. If you're looking for, I guess, a larger city experience, you'd want to take the bus or head into uh, head towards downtown. I think that's what I probably was thinking about doing. If there's nothing local, I'll pop into Goodberries. Oh, what's the lady's name who owns it? I forget her name. Sabrina? Sabrina, yeah. And ask her if she needs anything while I'm in town. Oh, um, yeah, she would she would stop serving for a moment and Oh, that's so kind. Um I can't think of anything, but I'll come up with something next time. Of course. And you have my number if you need anything, if you think of anything, and then I'll wave to the kids and Yeah. They'll dodge out. Small voices. Gosh. <laughs> You'd see the lizard folk in the back with his new cybernetic arm. Mm-hmm. cooking away and we never did figure out how he got that arm right like some mysterious donor correct doc would think about that while he's <laughs> trying to catch the city bus downtown he would take the city bus specifically because it's something he would have never have done as he envisions his past life mm. like that was too below him and so i feel like dosh is having like a, a human moment almost like he's he's realizing that like the people on the street aren't bad people like Sabrina, and you know, because he, you know, he came from. He thinks he comes from money. Like that's what his memories tell him, and all this stuff, and what he he thinks he knows. So, like, I'm gonna be the common man. I'm gonna ride the city bus. <laughs> Alrighty, riding the bus is a fun trip, right? It cuts through different parts of town you haven't been to. Mm-hmm. You see various new businesses and buildings, people going about. It's early enough that the food carts are still setting up for the day. Early morning patrols of seekers pass by. But yeah, it's a bit chilly, and I'm, not that it bothers you too much, and it is an overcast kind of day here in Dusk Banter. The bus, when it drops you off downtown, puts you in front of a giant building for Jamak, a historical action film about <laughs> the unification of the northern houses. Oh, kind of a uh, political action intrigue movie? Correct. Yeah. We'll stop and look at the billboard and think about it for a second, and then decide that's not what he wants to do. Yeah, I think just head into town and go into the first store that kind of piques my interest. Probably a clothing store or something. Yeah. The store just opening up. The human is there pulling up those, like those metal grates Mm -hmm. for the shop front. They haven't put anything out yet. You wouldn't say like high fashion, but it is a high end place. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You're first person here today. Grab a ticket, please. Yeah. I'll kind of poke around and decide if I want to, then I will like, yeah, it sounds like a good idea. I got nothing else going on. All right. They have the little printed ticket dispensers, being the first customer. Your ticket says zero one. I'll just memorize it and slip it into my pocket and kind of window shop what they have available. Yeah, you can see that their worker here is they're taking out some racks to put on the street. Uh, they'll make a mention to you that we're having a sale, 66% off summer wear and 24% off travel wear. He'll continue to go about his day as in the background, one of the other checkers will... Type away at their computer for a moment before looking around. You seem to be the only person here, but he will call out, is there a ticket for 076? 76? <laughs> I also look around. <laughs> yeah, he'll slap the side of the monitor for a moment before going back to typing. <laughs> I'm actually going to keep my eye open for something for Lucius, mostly because he needs to look good for his job. And I know he thinks he does. <laughs> But we all know he does it. Okay. Kind of a business investment. <laughs> We're starting to get into higher end stuff. Like our jobs are 
you know, we're going to fancy parties and stuff like that. So I want to make sure we're capable of handling that kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely. You can find nicer kind of business tailored suits. It's not hard to find one in Lucius's size. One's made with the Delam insignia on the inside, saying that they're woven from suncloth, harvested in the Farthen Valley. Expensive, but good fitting, and they provide a small degree of defense. Yeah, I'll pick up something like that for him. Okay. With the intention to kind of tailor it myself as well. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'll ask the guy, do you, uh, is there a line? Uh, he'll look around and, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, must have been a glitch or something. <laughs> Not at all. And as you show him the suit, uh, is this all you're getting today? Um, I'll say, do you do custom work for, how would I put this? Unusually, uh, I don't even know how to say it. I'll just put my limbs on the table <laughs> and my duffel bag and be like, I need to get a suit fit for these. Oh, yes, these are quite, <laughs> these are quite long. Yeah, we do have a tailor on site. If you would like to leave these here with us, uh, we can measure them and sort out some suits. Yeah, I'll do that. Give him my, my normal dimensions as well. I probably have that stuff memorized. He'll ask, what is the timeline for this? Is there an event today or? No event. So just whenever it works. I'm in no rush. All right, very well. We'll give you a call once they're ready. Cool. He'll ask for your ticket so you can scan it and tie it with your limbs that you've left. Mm -hmm. And with that, yeah, he'll collect your information before you head back out into the day. Cool. I'll better getting that done. I'll probably go try to do something. I don't know what I would do. Um, Let's see. Yeah, being further downtown, there are a lot more businesses. There are cyber limb installers, doctors, kind of street vendor versions of if you need to get a tattoo, if you need to get, you know, mechanics touched up, things like that. You do attract a few stares from people in those businesses as you pass by. Oh, yeah. That would, like, kind of trigger my memory. Like, there was someone who did say I was a Dosh-style unit or something like that, which made me feel weird, and I avoided that emotion quickly. <laughs> Shoved it down, deep down. Yeah, you'd see a few of the restaurants around here have a picture of a void that has long tentacles pulled back into almost a ponytail, giving a thumbs up comes with the Pepeco promise, as it says. You've probably caught sight of this before, or possibly even, I guess maybe you may have a memory of having seen this person cater an event you were at. Mm. You know them as Grudatra Pepeco, a uh, famous void chef. But this looks like they're, you know, diners, drives are not like their, their approval seal, not that they actually cook there or anything. Yeah, kind of like a um, lower tier Michelin star kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. I'll, um... Yeah, go into like a Android maintenance kind of probably try to find a higher end one and get all my uh, seals relubed and all that, whatever it is that you need to get done. And then I want to ask them about my unit, what I am, because obviously there's stuff I don't know about myself. Are you going to a like a human operated one, an Android operated one? Do you have a preference or? Yeah, I would probably see not knowing my way around downtown and stuff. I would probably go into the I'll probably go to try to find two or three nearby ones, just find whatever one looked the most respectable. Okay. Like if I go around a corner and it's like one in a dark alley, I'm like, nah. <laughs> okay. So I'm not, yeah, I guess I'm not picky about whether it's Android or human run. Okay. Yeah. Let's see here. Let's come up with a name for this one. All right. So as you head a little bit further downtown, passing by a few of the less savory looking cyber docks, you will see. An Android-run shop called Reparadox. <laughs> I hope it's a pair of two. It's two guys. <laughs> like repair of docs. <laughs> yeah, heading inside, there are two androids within. 
when you enter in, well, greetings. Say, hey, um, do you guys have any available appointments soonish now, today? Uh, the two of them look at each other and, yeah, absolutely. Cool. I'll say, I'm just looking for general maintenance. Not a problem. Take a seat over here, sir. The one that sits you down has his name tag that says DA6D, pronounced doxed. <laughs> and the assistant in here is D0XX, also dox. <laughs> dox and dox. Yeah, I'll hang up my cane, my coat, take a seat. Wait for them to start before I start kind of bugging them about. Yeah, they'll check, do you mind, as they reach to unattach one of your arms. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we'll start with the arms before we work further down. That way you can keep those free while we're working on your legs. They seem a little surprised that somebody of your caliber would come into a shop this low. Yeah, see, that would be a surprise. Like, I I obviously know that I'm better than this, but but it's like, I do I know? I'll say, I don't know a lot about my, me, my unit. What can you tell me? Doxed while he's polishing and kind of picking out dirt and build up in your arm. Say, you don't, you don't remember kind of what you, what you commissioned or? Yeah, that. Yeah, I guess. That whole thing. I, uh, it's kind of a blank spot and I'm trying to fill. Okay. Um, I guess before you got this outfit, this sleeve, um, what did you do? I'll say, as far as my memory unit tells me, I was kind of a fashion designer artist. Okay. I'll say, um, what's this sleeve generally designed for? Doxed. We'll look at Docs as Docs is preparing a solution to kind of soak your limbs in. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I always assumed that the Dosh models were custom specified by the person getting them built. Which would be me, correct? <laughs> They'll share a knowing glance between each other before looking back over to you. Yes, you did have this form built, correct? Oh, of course. <laughs> I tried to play it like, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> they're going to roll a sense motive go ahead and give me that yeah that bluff all right i'm actually kind of good at it all right this is the plus 11 i rolled a 14 oh jeez okay i haven't rolled above a three is the highest i've rolled today <laughs> you're working your way up one number at a time i'm getting there one two two three 17 more rolls and you'll be on top of the world <laughs> yeah docs will stop making the solution for a moment before looking at doxed, there is a tension to how they seem to be behaving now as they will. Yeah. Docs will head over and lock the door. <laughs> oh no. And turn around slowly and ask again. So you, you did have this form commissioned, right? You're not, you're not saying that you were built in this before doxed would kind of cut them off. And are you an Android or are you wearing this? I guess, so I'd look probably like at this point wearing it on my sleeve that he has in his hand. <laughs> I'll say I'm an android. A lot of my recent past is kind of a blur. Dox would start looking over your arm a little bit closer. Dox would approach and do you know where you were made? I'm going to sense this. Do I, do I sense, so I obviously lock the door and stuff. Do I sense violent intent at all? Give me that sense motive. All right, let's come on, roll four. Boom, did it. Um, I rolled up some <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 12. So far my rolls have been one, two, two, three, and four. <laughs> so they, they sit down in chairs near you and, okay, friend, it seems you might have a problem that you need to make sure other people don't find out about. There are two companies that are legally allowed to create androids. 
Amon Advancements, and Balanced Engineering. If you don't know which one you are, and Doxed is looking over your arm, there's no there's no insignia in here. There's no... No maker's mark? Yeah, there's no brand or mark. I do see, I guess, maybe, maybe a barcode or maybe a... Maybe an assembly line number here, zero one six six two four zero seventy six seventy six. Does that mean anything to you? Uh, what was the full number again? Zero one six six two four zero seven six seven six. Zero one six six two four zero seven six seven six. Yeah, I guess I'm just gonna be trustworthy with these guys. They kind of got me in a chair in a locked room without limbs. So <laughs> I'll say I was unaware of that and i've never seen that number before they'll they'll try to calm you down like that's not unusual i mean we don't know everything that's kind of put inside the part of the creation pact androids aren't allowed to do repairs on themselves and we're not allowed to have internal diagnostics because of the fear curiosity clause so we don't always know everything going on inside of us so that's nothing odd there i look i look at him like raising robotic eyebrow not odd (laughs) like we're not allowed to know ourselves I would pretend if I were you that I was a person who purchased this. Okay. Dosh models are high-end stuff. Normally saved for the for the rich or the elite that want to prolong their lives. It's not... I've never seen a Dosh model that was made as an android. Oh, interesting. Docs would cut in. What I would suspect is that you're not registered in a, in a standard fashion, in a standard way. And I would be very careful here in Dusk Banter. I don't know how long you've been here. But the Justicari still operate in secret, hunting down androids or silvermen that they have deemed a threat. And you, well, being unregistered, terrifies their very core beliefs. Yeah, like I, Josh would sit there kind of shocked, trying to take all this in. So you're saying that Josh units normally are designed to house rich or elite souls of people who are going close to passing to extend their life? Correct. His brain's already thinking of how he could abuse that. Um, <laughs> which business is the one that generally makes the Dosh model? Amon or Balanced? And remember, they're not androids, so they're not... Oh, you're right. They're uniforms, they're outfits, sleeves to some. Yeah. But I believe it's Tower Optics in the Farthen Valley. Makes the Dosh stuff. Yeah. High-end Illican creators and Lykel Mines for All About get hired on by the fancy corporations like Delam and... You haven't told them about the other limbs and you don't have them with you, so. Yeah. As they're looking through your arm and looking through your leg, they'll still be, the detail and the work in here is impressive. We've never seen a Dosh model this close. Yeah, Mawine tendons, reinforced mithril core to make you light and this is high quality material. And they'll kind of share a joke of, you know, in the wrong part of town, they'll they'll take your legs. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like someone took my arms. (laughs) (laughs) But they'll keep the door locked while you're here. Yeah. They'll settle into a little bit of a calmer demeanor as they kind of talk with you and do the, the touch-up and servicing, understanding now that you are an android and not uh, a person wearing a uniform. I'll ask him if it's possible to go from... Is it possible for a meat person, a human, or void or what take you, to go from a Dosh model or to back to their normal form? Back to organic? They would share a look of kind of confusion, and I, I don't think so. I mean, you'd, you'd have to... I think you'd be dealing with something pretty old, pretty dark, old ferret magic or something like that. But I can't see why you'd want to go back. Or very few, I imagine, would ever want to go back once they have a body that doesn't require doesn't require this, the maintenance that a normal meat body would. The only other question I can think of is, 
you said there's no you're not allowed to look at the internals of an android but can you look at the internals of a sleeve yeah yeah we can we can check the internals on you and we could check each other's but part part of the creation pact is that androids can't repair themselves so they can't maintain an indefinite status right uh, to put them on level with the meat folk they have to come in and get it registered normally we would write down and register your number for coming in for a repair mm -hmm. looks like today we forgot i'll make sure i hit these guys real good i'm going to is there a physical difference between a sleeve and an android in the inside on a mechanical sense i don't believe so okay i'd, I'd imagine i was wondering if they could pop the hood and tell me what i am <laughs> <laughs> for a sleeve for those that would wear a dosh form that they must have just a very advanced tain unit installed to copy over their memories. Mm -hmm. But while we're in here, um, I do notice you have sense of smell and taste turned off. Do you want those back on? <laughs> I guess. Oh man. I don't know if actually, if you knew where I lived, <laughs> <laughs> I think it actually is a boon in a way, but I guess this takes this can androids eat even if they don't gain nothing from it? They can, yeah. I said, I was going to say, if I can eat, like if I can, you know, process food and digest, not even digest it, but, you know, process it and stuff, even if I get nothing from it, the social aspect would be important, especially if I'm trying to connect to the people that I live with. Um, and they tend to go eat a lot. So I guess from that aspect, I would probably turn on my taste and smell. Yeah. Uh, you'd feel like a slight buzzing for a moment in the main chassis of your body. And they would tell you that's completely normal. That's a small cluster of nanites on the inside that help break down uh, whatever you eat. Mm. At a later time, they'll eventually dispel it as light. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I'm probably already like, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine tasting and smelling for the first time ever. Yeah. Like everything would be overpowering, right? <laughs> In a way, this is a little bit of a safe space for that, is this is a Android-operated business. There's a strong chemical smell mm -hmm. that you get for the first time, but there's not perfumes there's not odors there's not body odors and things like that yeah right this is very much the uh the clean room a little bit mm -hmm. of where you can smell like that bleach and the cleaners they use yeah probably smell that first is that whatever blue liquid substance he has my arms dipped in yeah <laughs> well this is impressive as they put you back together well i'm very impressed this is a rare day though shake your hand and trade you their hcom numbers oh yeah docs and docs if you need help or you need to reach out for something, or if it's an emergency, please call us. Yeah, I will um, definitely take their numbers down. Docs and in docs. And I will I'll hand them a thousand creds. And um, see, I think uh, I think someone left this here. People can be very clumsy. I'm, I'm trying to do a of number that's uh, above and beyond what I paid services for. <laughs> so I don't know how much it costs to get myself maintained. <laughs> this is a nice place, so it would be a little bit more than normal. Yeah, a thousand credits is... Large enough to make them both kind of stop, and we said we'd be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you can use that to help other people. Absolutely. If you're out and about, seekers aren't the best, of course, but they do try, at least. But if you see a badge that has the J and E for the Justicari Eternus, be afraid. They are the secret police that track down unregistered androids. Interesting. And they okay. will not hesitate to remove you. Careful of the Justicari. I got that in. There's a badge, they have the J on it. The mark of the the J-E and the symbol, kind of a, a sword behind an eye on their badge. Good to know. I don't usually talk to cops anyways, but definitely don't want to do those guys. And I'm worried about my limbs that I left at their shop. 
they're just a tailoring shop, so hopefully they don't uh, care too much about that stuff. Especially because a dodge unit is a thing, so apparently. Existential dread. <laughs> Once you're all cleaned up, uh, you have a nice new sheen. You can taste and smell. Am I immediately regretting it? <laughs> uh, so that first that first step out onto the streets now, between city smells, people moving about, the natural kind of buildup of humans in a tight space, and or meat creatures, I'd say, in a tight space. Uh, food carts um, would just be a lot to take in. Yeah. I would look around and see if there is a... Um, I don't know if I want to go into it, but if there's a tower optics in the city, a shop or a location. Yeah, searching a bit around, there is a single tower optics storefront down in kind of the business district of downtown. So this is where all the high-end you know, lawyers and high-ups would be out for lunches and things like that. Mm-hmm. If you head that way, you'd see, of course, higher-end higher end clothes shops, jewelry stores, restaurants that effectively have a name but don't tell you a menu. Yeah, they'll have prices on the menus. Correct. <laughs> you have to ask. You can't afford to eat here. Right. I don't want to go into the Tower Optics because they would definitely know. I'm sure they had to have servers or whatever with my information on it. Mm-hmm. And if I am an Android, they wouldn't. Then they'd question where they got my stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's a gamble I don't want to take. <laughs> yeah, you can stand outside and kind of look in. You see humans running the front, Illican kind of going through and brushing down, touching up various designer kind of cybernetics for arms, legs, mm-hmm. things like that, all of it put up on displays. You can see that the mannequins here are full Dosh models mm-hmm. that just don't have people in them yet. From the window, can I see if they have... Like I had the the new limbs. Is there stuff like that available on display? No, it looks like they really specialize here in providing an Android form that looks as close to how you used to look mm-hmm. and nothing that looks directly Android. Okay. Right? The idea is here for seamless integration. Yeah. I would probably feel gross <laughs> like the, and, uh, and leave because Dosh would feel upset with himself about this whole situation. <laughs> He doesn't want to stick around there too much longer. Yeah, understandable. Yeah, standing on the streets here, you have the Tower Optics storefront ahead of you. Down the street, you can see there's some outside seating with a bunch of fancy people in nice suits uh, sharing midday drinks. You'll see one of them using their HCOM to call for what you imagine would probably be seeker backup as there is a vagrant here that seems to be muttering to himself as he's walking towards the restaurant. Oh, man. I guess, I mean, I could probably, I guess, solve this solution and try out my new taste buds. I'll kind of stroll up to him, ask him if he's hungry. The tall Corlean wearing multiple layers of jackets. You can see his eyes are kind of glazed over as though probably he's been using a little bit too much wisp or maybe memory moss. Mm-hmm. As he stops and it takes a moment for his eyes to focus on you. And uh, y- yes, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. He seems to be holding a wallet in two hands that looks like a wallet probably above where he's from. <laughs> yeah, he found it or stole it or something. I'll say, you just pocket that. Let's go this way. And I'll kind of grab his arm and lead him back towards some of the uh, lower end area. So he's not, even if we have the money, they're not going to let him into a store. So it's like, take him to a food cart or somewhere nearby. Yeah, he'll follow along and uh, thank you. And he'll point towards a local tamale cart. Oh, yeah. Uh, You can smell the various sauces, the chicken stewing in there, the smell of that, the corn husk. I'll say... This is my first time eating, so this better be good. <laughs> to the homeless guy. Oh, yeah. This is the good stuff. Yeah, I don't know how much food a person is supposed to eat, so I probably will order like four times as much as we need. 
and sit down and ask him his name while we wait. My, my name is... He seems to have a hard time finding it for a moment as he... His head twitches as though he's hearing something else mm-hmm. before he'll say, Ravik, Ravik Stokes. Looks like you've been having a rough day, Ravik. Yeah, I need to find... And he'll kind of shake his head. I need to find a Sare. I think that's my wife. Dosh is not good at knowledges. We am good at talking to people. Uh, I'll go up and grab the, the food and balance it on my arms. The Corleone chef will call you over once it's ready. Thank you for your business and hand you a plate of six tamales. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll pay and tip, tip him decently and take one for myself and put all five in front of him. Yeah, the food car owner thanks you profusely for the tip as you guys go take a seat on a nearby bench. Yeah, Ravik will start mowing into the one that you set in front of him. I'll give him all five. I'll just take one for myself. Oh, yeah. He'll empty his pockets to make room for putting tamales in them. <laughs> yeah, I don't judge. Yeah, there's scraps and bits. It looks like he collects things he finds as he wanders through alleyways and places. Broken credit cards, keys that have been discarded or lost, bullet casings. His prized possession seems to be a really high-end HCOM, but that doesn't have any charges left. Mm. Yeah, I, would, I imagine I can just plug it into me, get it a little bit charged. I don't know how that works, but I'd have a charge for mine. I could probably use solar charger at least. You have a sliver implanted. Oh yeah, I might not have one because you have a sliver. Yeah, ah, that's okay. Yeah, if you had your uh, if you had your fancy arm. Oh yeah, because I had all the, the tech stuff on it. Yeah, Ravik would mouthful of food. Thank you. But what are you? Oh, does the cart does the cart have a yeah, electricity? Right. Yeah. At least a generator. I would ask the owner if I could charge his phone while we wait. Neat. Oh, uh, yeah. The owner Arturo would step back and absolutely. I'll let you know when it uh, comes online. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah, Ravik watches suspiciously as that guy has his HCOM now, but uh, is very happy with his tamales, and we'll go back to real nice you wandering wandering all the way down here. Yeah, I'll say, well, I had a, a rough day myself. It's nice to sit with uh, like-minded people. Pats himself down in kind of an odd fashion of, yeah, I just can't seem to have found my house key. I need to I need to get back to, to Sarah, I think. You know where I live, right? No, but maybe your, your HCOM will let us know. Yeah, after another tamale, goes down the hatch. The other three shoved into his pockets. He'll put what back that he pulled out before the food cart owner would let you know that the HCOM is charged and ready for you. Yeah. Uh, I won't even look at it. I'll hand it to him. Hopefully he knows what he's doing. <laughs> Sometimes you just need a little bit of a hand, but I'm not here to, to carry him. He'll open up his HCOM and start to dial out. You hear a woman's voice on the other end before Ravik would... Sarah, Sarah, are you there? Could you... It's me. I, I've got to gotta come home. Uh, I have something for you. The voice on the other end sounds rather confused. You overhear a bit of, who is this? Or how did you get this number? Yeah. Why do you have my husband's phone? Oh, no. If I found it. Yeah, I'll wait for him to. He'll eventually probably hang up when he doesn't get what he's looking for. Yeah, he hangs up and stares at it for a moment. And then seems to forget about it as he sets it back down and reaches in for a third tamale. Oh, man. I'll roll it. I'll see. If curiosity will get the best of me. 15. Yeah, while I'm eating it, I'll take the, the phone and open it up and see if I can see any identifying stuff on it. The picture on the back screen, as you flip open the phone, looks like a couple. Happy kind of well-off Corleone couple with a dog. Um, none of these people are Ravik. <laughs> yeah, I, I assumed. But the last call made was to wife. Oh, so you just called wife. And then, let's see. Man, if I had my arm, that'd be really nice right now. I will... I'll just reset the phone and take every, all the information off of it. Okay. It's his now. <laughs> cool. When he looks at it, all fresh and cleaned off, he'll, he looks at it like it's a new phone. Yeah. Oh, cool. Is this yours? Oh, it's yours now. Oh, great. He'll pull out his wallet, 
uh, and try to hand you a few hundred credits? I'll say, no, it's yours. Keep them. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Where'd you get that wallet? Looks really nice. As a gift for my anniversary, I found it in my, in the, in the, my wife found it in an alley. I, th- I think, I think somebody was robbed on my anniversary. Uh, oh, that was yesterday, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good memory. I'm guessing he probably robbed this guy, took his phone <laughs> and his thing, but now he's high as shit. That's okay. I'll just, uh, I won't push it anymore. I'll just eat, eat with him and try my tamale and I just hope he didn't kill this guy, leave him in an alley, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as you guys eat, seekers would drive by slowly, but seeing the suspect with you, they'll kind of do that slow, that slow roll, mm-hmm. but they won't approach if you're not giving signs of distress. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just ignore him. Continue to eat with Ravik, if that's really his real name. <laughs> uh, after eating his fill, he'll, well, I've got a, I've got important business to take care of. He says, phone in hand. Mm-hmm. Got a, um, a call for a taxi. Yeah, I'll, I'll let him. If that's what he wants to spend his newfound credits on. <laughs> he'll brush his hands off. You can still smell that they reek of basically chicken sauce and tamale dough. Uh, I appreciate all of all of your help. Uh, my friend, you're always welcome at the Oasis home. The Oasis home. I actually write that down because maybe one day I'll need that. <laughs> Run it from the police. <laughs> Help could come from anywhere. I can't find a sir as they were or as they are. But he seems to get agitated for a moment. And I mean, are 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 there are there proof? They provide zero proof, and the reporters will just print it. You know, you know, kids as young as sixteen are getting recruited into these these six megacorps put under twenty four hour surveillance. Right. Zero contact with their parents. They're conditioned to be obedient little 7 a.m., 6 p.m. workers. 7 to 6 every day. I can't believe they think it's normal. But you know, you know it's not normal, right? It isn't normal. But what can you do, Ravik? You're right. We'll have to, we'll, we'll talk about this at the office tomorrow. <laughs> I'll say, just remember, focus on what you can control. Right, right. You got it. And he'll uh, start dialing in. It seems to be just pressing numbers. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. But he'll start to walk away from you on the street here. Heading towards the local park. Yeah, as long as he stays away from the uppity lawyers who wanted to call the cops on him just for being there, <laughs> I'll uh, I'll let him go. With that in the small seating area, a little bit further away from the the fancy part of downtown, a uh, lizard folk nearby would call out and real nice thing you did there. Yeah, I mean, what am I doing today? I'm gonna go talk to this guy now. <laughs> the lizard folk is a little bit shorter than maybe Gore, the ones you've met before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he has a nice suit and a fairly large case with him. He seems to have a perpetual cigarette hanging out of one side of his mouth. Is his clothes like well fit? Like he's like a business guy? His clothes look well fit, but he does not look like a business guy. Okay. You hear the metal clang as he puts down his case as he uh, offers up a seat and asks if you drink whiskey. I do now. Great day to start. Yeah. <laughs> Smoke? That one I'll say no. The smell's a little bit too much for me. Start. I'm starting at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I'll sit down and order a whiskey and say, yeah, it's hard to, you can't help everyone, but man, I don't know. <laughs> I'll say. I just do what you can. Everybody ends up dead anyways, right? <laughs> I'll shake. I'll shrug my shoulders. Apparently, most of us do. I'll say, what do you do? What's your name, actually? I'll say, what's your name? And I'll reach out and shake his hand and say, my name is Dosh. Yeah, he'll reach back. Mask. Well, well met, Mask. Kind of a, uh, I'm a regular accessory at some of the bars down here. Play some music. Oh, nice. You uh, you see that? You see Ravik around often? Yeah, I've seen him before. The guy's always trying to make a quick buck. He's uh, addicted to the moss. Um, 
Yeah. Well, we're all addicted to something. He'll cough chuckle as he uses the, uh, the last cigarette to light up a new one. <laughs> so he's, a uh, taking, he's like a, he's a musician. He goes, plays all the bars around here is what it, I get from that. Okay. I'll sit in silence him with him for just a little bit. Drink my whiskey. Probably cough the first time I drink it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can tell he buys near bottom shelf. Mm-hmm. If they had lower, he'd probably get it, but he seems to throw it back pretty easy. I think I'm where I want to take this. Well, nonetheless, I mean, might as well make it nice on the way out, though. Good of you. Good of you to take care of Ravik. Don't know where the hell he's going. As he motions over, as you guys can see Ravik get into a taxi, and the guy's got nowhere to go. But apparently, the office <laughs> seemed like he had a good life before uh, whatever happened happened. Yeah, I guess. Never known him to have a home though. But yeah, I guess everybody's got a story first, right? Something happened to get us to where we are. I don't imagine you just buy tamales for anyone. I'll say I hate to see people hassle just for existing. Yeah, that's fair. I'm trying to think here. You play anything, Dosh? Oh, I imagine Dosh would probably think he does. Does he actually? <laughs> I have a perform skill that I put points into. I just never actually solidified what the perform is. I said, do you mind if I try? <laughs> yeah, what do you like? Oh, uh, strings are so much cooler. Yeah, he's got a small violin in this case. Along next to a uh, a flute and a tuba. I'll try the violin. I'm going to roll a 1d20, and if I get above 20, I play the violin. And that's what I'll put in my performance. Alrighty. 14. All right. Probably the first time I've put a string to a violin, and it, I'll, roll, I'll actually roll a 9. So I got a 17 for perform violin. Definitely got some talent. If uh, 15's considered, you know, good enough to kind of busk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 17. He mashed wood. That's not bad. That's fun. A bit rusty, but hey, that's the gist of it. He left an android calling itself Rusty before taking a swig of whiskey and, yeah, I got a problem with the scales myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, hell, we need another bottle then. Yeah, this one's on me. They'll wave over for table service and they'll bring another bottle of cheap looking whiskey over. I'll ask if they have anything for androids here. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Throw another a bottle of that, too. Yeah, they'll, they'll bring both over. Is android food and beverages poisonous to... Meat. <laughs> uh, no, not intentionally. I mean, there are, there are ones that come with warnings. Yeah. The alcohols would be, but there are specifically kind of formulated Android things that are non-toxic effectively. Okay. But Mash would take a sniff of your bottle and well, that's downright flammable. <laughs> yeah, I think it, uh, I think it acts as a cleaning uh, agent as well. <laughs> like take a shot. Yeah, he'll, he'll hold his empty glass out for a shot as well. Yeah, pour him his whiskey. I'm not going to give him any of the, uh, <laughs> the Android stuff. It says, yeah, that might not be so good for you. Yeah, that's fair. Well, I'm playing over the wagon wheel tonight if you want to come. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, uh, I will. Why the hell not? Can't tell you how much I'll, uh, I'll split my pay. Oh, man, don't, don't even worry about it. Yeah, taking my mind off my problems is uh, enough payment for me, so uh, you take it all. All right, that fits. So what'd you do before you uh, decided to switch to the porcelain? Um, I mean, you aren't that good at the violin. <laughs> let's see i'll say um not a lot worth mentioning to be honest you find out the higher you go the less impact you actually have all right all right that's fair they feel better buying tamales for a homeless man than i did living my life i'm purposely avoiding his question <laughs> <laughs> he'll let it go clearly lands and bounces away <laughs> yeah yeah all right well make sure you got a suit for tonight can't have you showing up looking like that uh, yeah, I'll do the quick change of my survival suit, which I'm probably still wearing. This looks different. Oh, all right. Classy. 
I have something in the shop too being made, but that's gonna have to wait a bit. That's actually why I was down here. Oh, getting a getting a suit tailored? Yes, sir. Nice wagon wheel. What kind of bar is it? Hmm. Oh, you know the wagon wheel. You were uh, that's where you met the red man Dana. Oh shit! Oh man, that ain't gonna be good at all. <laughs> yeah, I still know those guys. The name of the guys who were there, but I don't know remember the name. I didn't write it down. So that actually would make sense that I wouldn't remember the names. Uh, I'll say wagon wheel, and I'll send. that's a that's a red bandana place, right? Yeah, yeah, they're there pretty often. Android bar. Correct. Oh, I don't know if I should go. I was gonna get kidnapped. <laughs> I mean, my guy's good at disguise. I got some points in disguise. I'll try to dress myself up enough that it. Oh, but I'm like a fucking dosh unit. I'd have to like completely change my guy if they're gonna. They see me, they'll know exactly. Oh man, I'm like racking my brain what we did exactly to them. <laughs> I mean, the red bandana stuff. You kind of fucked them over big time. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of fucked them over a little bit. Like you took advantage of an opening during the briefcase incident. Mm-hmm. Because the security guys were there, Emperor Securities or whatever, and they were uh, going to rob all of us, and then I robbed everyone instead. <laughs> yeah, Applied Solutions came in search of the briefcase, and you all took advantage of that opening to blame the red bandana <laughs> and steal the briefcase. Yep. I decided I'm going to go because it's funner that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a better story that way. <laughs> and also, I imagine Dosh wouldn't remember the wagon wheel name because I didn't. Okay. <laughs> and so, like, he'll he'll recognize it when he gets there, but until then, oh, yeah, I'll go. Mash would, all right, that's what I like to hear, as he lights up another smoke. I'll hang out with them until we're done. But I think I will go back to the um, tailor store and see if, even if they're not done with my suit, if I can get my limbs back before I go. Yeah. Yeah, as you guys are finishing up, he'll sigh for a moment, and uh, these fucking guys. Uh, you'll see a group of blink dogs <laughs> pull up before they'll head inside, and you'll see they'll kind of go through the motions as they ask the bartender for some protection money yeah we'll pay out some credits and they'll come back out get back on their hedron cycles and head out we had workings with them a little bit didn't we or they were like a gang war with the, the moon rats right yeah so yeah those guys are everywhere i wanted to deal with them over in our at my house oh yeah yeah you never mentioned what do you do yeah moonlight as a as a repo man all right <laughs> pays the bills and it gives me thrills. <laughs> Not as corny as shit. Well, hey, man. These are mine. Paid in full. We all laugh. No, you're man. You're good. Even if uh, we were paid to take them, I don't think we would. We're pretty uh, discerning when it comes to what and who we repo. I'm trying to do good by people. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's good to see you're out here buying tamales. It's not bad. <laughs> take a look at that. He'll nod as the, uh, the Blink Dogs head over to what looks like a garage door that's closed one of them will pull out kind of a black card that they'll swipe through a reader the lights will change from red to green but when they open up the garage door the door is filled entirely with light they will drive in and close it behind them like you couldn't see inside because it's a bright kind of light mm -hmm. so that's pretty fancy for a gang what was that yeah the dogs they got backing from amon they get to use the uh secret corporate passageways to move around the city Oh. The back rooms. Exactly. They keep things stable out here in the uh, the outer districts. After he finishes this bottle of whiskey with you, well, I got a couple more gigs, but I'll see you at the wagon wheel around eight. Yeah, be there. Yeah, he'd check his HCOM, and we'll see you then, Dosh. I'll nod in. I'll slowly finish my, I need a name, like a Synthol or something, <laughs> or my, <laughs> my alcoholic drink, and um, then head to the tailors. Yeah, you'll head back to the shop. You'll head back to the clothing shop where you're having work tailored. 
Uh, you'll see the big sign Mithrains outside across the top of it. As you head in, it's quite a bit more busy now at this point of the day. But the person at the front would recognize as you come in. Oh, um, yes, your, your work is done. I was just about to send a message. Oh, well, that's faster than I was expected. Uh, absolutely. Priority. Awesome. Yeah, I'll uh, grab the the suit for Lucius and then my clothes. Yeah, yeah. he puts down the uniform bag as well as he has the measurements for your limbs. Was there something you were going to buy with it? Like, were you getting a suit to go with that? Um, yeah, I guess I never specified. I will... Does he have the limbs? Yeah. I want to make sure I get it back. Okay. Yeah, using the measurements, I guess I'll go through the place and pick out some material and have a suit made. Yeah, absolutely. He'll call over a few tailors and priority right away. You'll see that on your your zero one ticket that's attached to the bags, uh, it says already paid. Ooh, super interesting. Does it have a, um, a name or account number to it? Uh, 016624076767. All right. I will, as uh, I'm getting stuff sorted, I'm going to talk to the guy. I want to try to see if I can maneuver my way into letting him look at my account on the computer. Like, hey, I need to make some adjustments or, you know, address change or something. Can I just look? Can you just, can I just verify? Make sure you got it right. <laughs> yes, absolutely, sir. He seems kind of worried and was something not to your liking or was something incorrect? Oh, no, everything's wonderful so far. I just want to make sure that some of my recent changes, lifestyle changes, have been updated or reflected in your systems. Yes. He'll step behind the counter as he pulls up on his data pad, the account information. Yeah, I'll look at it and see if see what it says. Is there an address? Is there a name? There's no address, though it does say Tower Optics, Corporate Account, oh. Creative Department. <laughs> is there a HCOM number associated with it? Uh, there is not. Oh. He said he was going to contact us. How did, he, uh, how did he know who to contact? Well, he had your HCOM number. Okay. Fair. Fair, fair. Your HCOM number would be on that account. Okay. Yeah. I will ask if he'll take that HCOM number off because I'm going to change it soon. And so I'll come back in with the updated one. Oh, not a problem, sir. I don't want them to, <laughs> they get this bill, come look at it and see, like, awesome. Oh, I'll thank him. Yeah, absolutely. He'll box up the clothes you just purchased. You'll have the bag with the suit, as well as he will hand you in that group of things, like in the nice bag, right, with like mm -hmm. the tissue paper tucked in. He'll say, and the special order, I apologize for not catching it before, but it's in the bag. Oh, excellent. Thank you. Uh, great work, as always. Thank you very much. <laughs> Playing this up as far as I can. Yeah, if there's nothing else, then I will leave and then go around the corner and immediately check to see what the hell that was. Looking through the tailored suit for your longer limbs, exquisite design. It's, it is high-end fashion. This is something probably as soon as you left, they got people working on it. Oh, nice. Even Lucius's suit looks like it's above and beyond. Yeah. But in there, in the box that is labeled with your account number, as you open it up inside the box... There is a tele-assistant intelligence network. TAIN, as they're commonly referred to on the streets. You can see the edge of it, the cap part where it would be put into the skill slot or where it would be installed into someone, matches up with a thin porcelain kind of edge to it that would line up where the skull would be on a meat suit. Yeah. Uh, TAINs are generally used to give people either skills or memories they don't normally have. I mean, I have a slot, so, right? So I guess I would, I would slot it and see what happens. Okay. Hope I don't end up like Ravik, but... <laughs> yeah, you would know from talking with Doxed and Docs that you shouldn't do this by yourself, or normal androids can't do this by themselves. You can definitely do it yourself, 
you don't have those restrictions. Oh. He was saying that the they... I don't put it in. I take it back. The doctor had said... Like, I'm going to start putting it in, but then the memory would flick that people's memories, like their entire psyche, can be put onto these taints. And I don't want to override my psyche with someone else's, and that's what this is, for the suit. Mm-hmm. So I will wait, but I will keep it. And then, actually... <laughs> I wonder if I should just go back to the repair docks and uh, talk to those guys. Maybe they can load it up and see what's on it. How much time do I have before I got to be at the wagon wheel? Oh, you got hours. You guys drank for a few hours. It's probably three in the afternoon. You're not supposed to be there till eight. All right, uh, I'll do that. My guys probably a little tipsy too, so let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, the synth hall is is definitely hitting a little strong as you wander down the street. <laughs> yeah, getting back into the business district, you will approach repair docks. As there are a few other androids in here at the moment, once you come in, some of the ones getting repaired will give you a look that's a little sour. I, I suspect. They are expecting the same people that kicked that Ravik out of his just walking down the street kind of mentality. Yeah, there's a little bit of that coming across. Once you do docks, well, oh, hello, sir. Welcome to the business. Please take a seat over here and it'll grab you a seat further away from everybody else. Yeah. Can I get you anything while you wait? Send the hall. Cleaning solution, um, possibly a mint or something. <laughs> sure. I've never had a mint. <laughs> He'll bring over a few small white tablets. Uh, please enjoy while you wait. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it is, uh, how do you say, spicy cold. Yeah. <laughs> for a mouth that has never had it before. Right. It'd be quite overwhelming. And it sticks with you for a while. Once a couple of the other androids clear out, Doxed would walk over and, hey, is everything okay? You're back real soon. I'll say, today has been a weird fucking trip, man. Oh, yeah. Smells will do that to you. <laughs> so, yeah, that. I don't want to go into it. Can you tell me what's on this as I hand him the Tane? Is it possible to determine what's on it? Yeah, of course. Not a problem. He'll pull over a data pad and insert the Tane into it. Oh, wow. Nice construction. Dosh brand as well. He'll look at it for a moment before calling over Docs, and Docs will look at it as well. And as both of them, all right, this is good quality. Nothing seems broken or wrong on it. Seems like you're dealing with a uh, fourth-year Mercadine student. Inside? Not the whole student, looks like. Looks like a professional crew hand on one of the airships. Yeah, it looks like it's just a coordination skill set. Assistance. Kind of a uh, first-hand kind of thing. If I slot this, it's not going to overwrite my personality? No, it shouldn't. I'm not seeing anything that tells me it would. Well, have you guys got time? Oh, something like this? Uh, do you already have a Tane? I don't think I do. I have the skill chips. But I don't think I ever had a Tane installed. Okay. Yeah, this would take one of the spots of a skill chip. Oh, yeah, I think we did that. Or maybe I went to do it and never did it, because I don't think I've used the feeds from it. They can install another skill slot for a Tane. Yeah? If you have an hour to waste. I have an hour to waste. Does this mint ever go away? <laughs> Shouldn't be more than about half an hour, I assume. <laughs> Docs would leave Doxed to get to work, as Doxed, he will talk it over with you as he's prepping and say now i'm gonna do my best i've never worked on a dosh sleeve like this so cut me a cut me a little break if it takes me a little bit longer oh take your time man Ooh, it takes the full two hours yeah as he installs the teen into a new skill slot while he's in there though he'll notice that yeah no this is pretty intuitive and it lines up slides right back in as he kind of clicks it into place fits right in the back of the skull looks seamless Sounds like Tower Optics does good work, from what I gather. That they do. What happens when it pops in? Do I feel something? Yeah, the number will flash across the screen really quick. Oh, the same number before. 
Do I notice number now? Is it that zero? Yeah, it is that number. And your brain is filled with memories of using a sliver to coordinate movements and motions of employees on an airship. As a swift action, you can aid any other ally that you're in mental communication with. Oh, shit. That's cool. Which would be my whole team, pretty much. And they need it, too. Those guys are kind of useless. <laughs> <laughs> no, they all fucking are awesome. I'm curious to why this was a special order under that name. But that's good to know. Uh, or why Tower Optics had a special order. Yeah, I'll again thank the doc for uh, the amazing work and pay him for his services with a tip as well. Oh, yes. Thank you. Very kind. Very kind. Yeah. Doxton docs will, they'll, they'll make a motion to, you know, call us later. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm actually making, trying to make a, in my notes, a HCOM number doc, like list of all the numbers I took. <laughs> so yeah, I'll call them later. Mostly because I'm more curious about this Android stuff, the rules I need to know. Because apparently there's rules I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, with that, I'll putz around the city until it's time to go to the bar. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, taxi cabs pushing to and fro as you kind of wander about heading towards the warehouse district. Are you busing back or are you just using this time to walk back? I don't know how long it took me to get there. I don't know if I'd want to walk all the way back, especially if I had to take a bus, so I'd probably bus. Okay. The bus pulls up. You see the Underground Crush ad for a local soda brand. What flavor calls Rocks Fall (laughs) Underground Crush. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The only soda with rocks in it. Heading back into the warehouse district, it is a overcast, kind of cold autumn day. People are out as, as the workday is starting to end, as it's starting to get dark. Moon rats will go riding by as you are back in your nick of the woods. I'd probably drop my stuff off at the house or at the, the shop. Okay. Put on my new limbs and get myself sorted out. Yeah. Gore's already headed home for the day. So Barry will greet you at the door of, oh, Master Dosh, you've returned. Oh, yes. Dropping some stuff off. Oh, very well. You've had a good day off? I have. Been informative, at least. Good to know. Once you drop everything off, he'll, he continues kind of cleaning up around the area. Uh, you can tell that the, your main meeting area, the uh, conference room, looks like it's been cleaned out pretty thoroughly. No, no food boxes. Everything's looking pretty top shape here. As I leave, head out to the bar, I'll ask Barry, you, did you know, or do you know about Dosh models? I've heard that they're, I've heard that they're high-end artifacts, usually kind of bought and purchased by those with Excess income? I'll say, yeah. Found out a lot about that today, too. <laughs> oh, are you uh, regretting your purchase? I'm going to trust Barry. Say, I don't think I was purchased. <laughs> he'll stop and kind of pause the implication of that, and, and he'll slowly say it back to you as, but you would be purchased, correct? You you weren't built into this, were you? be completely honest, I have no idea. Well, he would adjust your clothes mm-hmm. uh, with your taller limbs, all that. He reaches up to kind of adjust you a bit. Say, well, the best thing to do in these sort of cases is to not talk about it at all. Lest people get the wrong impression. Because some people, if they knew the outfit didn't quite fit, they might want to take it back. And I'd hate to see you return something that you seem to be doing so well in. I appreciate that, Barry. Did Lucius give you a day off too? Uh, <laughs> no, he doesn't decide when my days off are. Is that, do you decide? For the f- first time, I think you'd probably hear him chuckle, and uh, <laughs> I, I do have that option. Well, if you ever need anything, Barry, anything at all. Yes, possible it's getting time to get a new outfit. Well, I know a couple of good guys to help. But for now, I, I think there's a little more cleaning to do. 
Yeah, I'll leave the uh, leave bold requisitions, head to the bar, thinking, if Barry ever betrays Lucius, we're all fucked. <laughs> I know it would break his heart. Barry's a good man. I don't want to think about that. As night falls on the town, as you head across the warehouse district, you can hear the distant sounds of bars and parties kind of starting up. Still early enough, no one's too rowdy, but the uh, laughs and ruckus behavior of local moon rats throwing beer bottles at each other <laughs> kind of echoes off the streets, but everyone seems to be in a good mood. People talking about the dungeon crawl finale that's coming up. Uh, they're all really excited to find out if it's the human or the lizard folk that wins. Um, yeah. I'll uh, step outside the bar and have a stark realization of where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> Inside, you see Falk Doveman, the human bartender here that you've met before. Mm-hmm. Majority of androids in here, as well as a few voids. That Voids don't have the problems that most other meat races do, and so they can drink android alcohol without too much of a problem. Yeah, because yeah, they can pretty much eat anything, right? Correct, yeah. The Illican can eat pretty much whatever they want. The void metabolism lets them... Most poisonous foods aren't that poisonous. They're just fermented longer than most. <laughs> I'll uh, take a look around for Mashk. Yeah, you'll see him over there with a bottle of whiskey, uh, with a fresh pack of cigarettes. He'll wave you over as you enter in. Yeah, I'll go sit next to them. Like, trying not to be visibly nervous, but also trying to keep an eye out for... Uh... Any of the red bandana members that I remember. Yeah, Mash will give you a look and, man, what got you shaking? <laughs> I didn't realize uh, I've been to this bar before and it didn't end well last time, but maybe tonight's a different night. Like I'm practically a new man. Yeah, you uh, <laughs> you put on a few inches since I last saw you. <laughs> Looks good. It'll, it'll look fun with the violin. Makes it look smaller. <laughs> it'll be actually, uh, with a really long arm, uh, I could have really dramatic like movements. I'll say, thanks for inviting me out. I think it might be just what I needed. Yeah, absolutely. Let's let's get you a bottle of synthol and get you back up and running. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll hand him the credits and be like, you mind getting this one or ordering it for me? <laughs> Don't. Uh, I'm gonna be playing off on the stage. I might as well do it. I'll get up and go to the bar, try to order uh, the synthol and see if the bartender does anything weird. <laughs> yeah, as you walk up, Falk will raise an eyebrow but won't say anything. Is what are you drinking? Yeah, I'll mention one of the medium brands. Not something bottom shelf, but I don't want top shelf either. Absolutely. Coming right up. Yeah, he'll pour you a cup probably twice as large as the other place served mm-hmm. before going back to his work. There are no red bandana members here. A couple moon rats, a couple blink dogs that seem to be keeping the peace as they are here to kind of get drunk and enjoy some local music. Especially when you pull out a small violin and Mashk will pull out the uh, tuba. <laughs> the violin and tuba combo, the classic. <laughs> He'll give you that look and go when you're ready, boss. <laughs> I'll ask him if he knows like some classical song, like you know, something that isn't fit for this uh this bar. Uh you start and I'll follow. <laughs> yeah, I'll go up on stage. Alright. Let us throw my performance check. Thirteen. Oh five. My rolls today, man. Dude, they are rough. <laughs> oh, he kills it though. As you lean into that with the 13, a little worse than you did before, Mash is able to keep up with you pretty well in complimenting noises and complimenting sounds as you both play together. With him, his performance check and him kind of aiding you, mm-hmm. you're able to get up to that rank that everyone's like, okay, I, I see what they're going for. But this would be your first hint that there's something, something about the way that Mash plays that makes the music just easier for you to perform as well. Oh. He seems to almost intuitively 
feel the audience and feel the people around him. Yeah. One of those things that you can't learn. And somehow he still has a cigarette in his mouth, even with the tuba. <laughs> Every once in a while, a little puff of smoke comes up the top of it. <laughs> a little bit of tape and out of one of his lizard nostrils, the cigarettes there. <laughs> yeah. With that, you guys will play for the next hour or so as people laugh, clap and enjoy kind of the music going on. No one seems to be in ill spirits. And as the night goes, you're left with hand clasps and people celebrating you for getting up there with him. A lot of people, MASH isn't easy to play with. Guy's been doing this forever. I mean, it sure made me sound better. That's a talent that uh, is not not underestimated. Good guy. Used to be used to have a big fancy job over in Morningthorn before they paved it over. Oh, yeah. What's that? Oh, no. He doesn't talk about it. Uh, well, it's not our place to pry. Nonetheless, good show. Hope to see you back. Uh, Falk will give you a drink on the house. <laughs> awesome. I'll go uh, go back, hang out with MASH before I uh, call it night. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's more than happy to have somebody to hang out and drink with him. You know, I can out-drink a void. I don't think I can out-drink an android, but <laughs> sure is nice to have somebody who doesn't pass out when you're hanging. Now, being able to taste and all that, like, yeah, there's probably a, a fair amount here of getting tipsy. Yeah, right. I'll get a nice buzz going before I, uh, yeah, you know, hang out with them for an hour or so. And then um, the play starts to wind down. At this point, it's early enough the music's there. Once you guys played for a couple hours, you hang out with them for an hour. Bar's starting to get a little rowdy mm. as moon rats are looking over at blank dogs. <laughs> yeah. Falk points to the no weapons sign above the bar. You'll see a few of them leave or head outside. Drink still at the table before you head out. I was going to say, I was going to ask Mask if he needs to call a cab or anything or if he's good. Oh, no, I'm, uh, I'm good. I'm good. My vehicle's just right outside. Cool. I exchange numbers with him before i go yeah always good uh always good to have a repo man's number right <laughs> well if you need anything else man you did me a solid today you bought me some tamales when i needed it he'll chuckle and <laughs> all right that's fair enough i'll take it you owe me <laughs> exactly yeah, as you go outside a few moon rats are currently swinging at some blink dogs as a pair of what look like fresh seekers are trying to break up the fight yeah Sir, put that down. You son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, God. We're going to need more help. As you pass by the Hedron vehicle <laughs> that the Seekers have left doors open, uh, you can hear the operator. Unit 0166, we have an encounter on South 240th. Seven suspects committing an active 676. Please intercept. Uh, but they don't seem to be able to hear that as they're currently trying to wrestle a moon rat off of a blink dog. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just kind of... I think I would just ignore that. I wouldn't know what that was either, and I'm not into cop business, and so I'll just uh, take a wide berth from the fight. <laughs> yeah. No, as you get back to bold requisitions, you can hear Barry and Fours in the kitchen as Fours is excitedly explaining the plot of what sounds like the historical movie, Jamak. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll sit down and happily just listen to Fours uh, excited about something. As uh go into rest mode, uh, those numbers will flash across the screen one more time as you find yourself at level five. Oh, level five. Cool. Yeah, and that's where we will end your day off. Dosh's existential crisis levels up. And as always, a special thanks to Nihilor for the both opening and closing music. The title of this session's music is Bigger. 